cliffcentral.com. All right, it's time for us to find out what's going on with top employers this morning. This is a useful thing for people who are in employment and people who employ people. We're going to take a look this morning at Jennifer and what she does. She's the people director um, and, and talent strategy is what we're going to be talking to her about. Let's get straight into it. Hear from organizations who've been recognized for their excellence in developing their people, professionals in the corporate world. Tune in and join the Twitter conversation with top employers from the African continent. Top employers 2015 is the hashtag. And we're going to speak to um, to Jennifer Elgi. She's from Merchants. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you this morning? Good morning. I'm very good, thanks. From a very wet Cape Town. Uh, you know what? It's still Cape Town. At least it's nice and green and you have something to look at. Up here, it's all brown and gray. Trust me, you don't want to know. Well, I was up last week, and it was actually raining, so I was quite surprised. It's still brown and gray. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't change the topic. All right, Jennifer, what are, who are Merchants? Uh, merchants is a business process and outsourcing organization. So we run contact centers on behalf of different organizations across South Africa and um, for international contact centers as well. Okay. And you're based in Cape Town? Based in Cape Town, but the company stretches across Gauteng as well as KwaZulu-Natal. Um, I just happen to be based in, in Cape Town. Now, you are a qualified and experienced teacher, and, mm. you, and you, you believe, I mean, I believe too, that that's probably something that is entirely vocational. You become a teacher because that's a calling almost. But it does teach you, ironically, about how to deal with people in the best possible way, because if you can deal with children, <laughs> you can deal with anybody. Am I right? <laughs> You are absolutely right. I, I do believe it's it's something that um, you know if you if you go into professions like teaching, it's something that you've really got to love. And uh, you know my journey into call centres was one where I sort of I thoroughly enjoyed teaching Gareth. And sort of four years into it, I said to myself, "Is there something else I could possibly do?" And it was when call centres were really just starting within South Africa, mm-hmm. and you know teachers usually go down the training route, and I happened to to fall into a a pretty nice, pretty nice company, pretty nice job, and all of the rest. And I think the parallels between teaching and, and call centers for me is that both in both situations you get to youth, you get to work with the youth. And I just believe there is so much untapped talent in South Africa that if we can provide opportunities, and I think call centers is one of those areas, or contact centers is one of those areas where um, it's a great job for individuals who are looking to develop their skill. And to go on to better things. Um, and I think that's what we firmly believe in from a perspective of trying to develop the youth that we, we, we come into contact with on a daily basis. Now, who makes the decisions in your business on how to look after people? Because working in a call center is not easy. You, get, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, have to yeah. deal, you have to deal with some very grumpy people on the phone sometimes. Uh, and imagine that, that, that these people need motivation. They need care. They need someone who actually looks after them. Who makes those decisions? Well, I think for, from our perspective at Merchants, it's actually quite a collective um, decision-making process in that we have some great people who've grown up in the in the contact center world. Um, you know, it's not a it's not a career that you put your hand up one day and say, "I'd like to go work in call centers." So we have individuals who started with us as agents and are now running our contact centers. So they know firsthand what it's like to actually to actually be on the phone or to be answering emails all day, etc. Um, so they also along with myself, along with other individuals within the organization, try and try and create environments in which people can thrive. Um, I listened to the top employer, I think it was with the lady from um, 
Unilever, mm. and you were talking about the environments that that they've created. Right. Um, and and I think you know, Gareth. I think if you had to come into one of our environments, you'd actually be pleasantly surprised um, as to as to sort of how we actually structure it. And we we believe that if you it, what needs to happen is when the agent walks away from those calls, as you say, where they're dealing with customer complaints or queries, mm-hmm. when they w- walk away from it, they need to be able to relax. And we create the environments for them to do that. Um, so it's very important, along with actually providing them with the training. And that's where, you know, sort of when you go back to the sort of the talent piece of it, uh, individuals need to know that they have career paths. They need to know that they can go somewhere. And I think all of that starts to feed into individuals being happier at work. Now, there are a lot of um, terms and there's a lot of jargon that gets used in, in corporate businesses, and it, it drives me mad. Uh, for mm-hmm. example, what does workforce planning mean? <laughs> what is that all about? I mean, is there, a, is there an old school word that I might understand better? An old school word. It, it very simply means, Gareth, is, is looking forward and trying to understand what you're going to need in the future. Um, so from a call center perspective, we're seeing a lot of move away. Uh, or towards, not away, but more towards things like analytics and understanding the value derived through the, the customer interaction, what customer experience people are actually looking for. So, you know, we, we try and look at that and say, what, what is it we're going to require in the future in terms of skills? And workforce planning is simply that. It's trying to predict for what you're going to need for now and what you're going to need in the future to make sure that we can meet our business objectives. Um. How do you describe and define culture? Because this is also a discussion that comes up. In fact, Justice Malala was with us just a moment ago, and he mm. said, Ria Piecha used to be at ABSA. It's very much a banking uh, company yeah. culture. And then she moved over to the police, which is a totally different non-corporate yeah. culture. How do you define this, this thing, this, this new term, culture, in a workplace? To me, and I, and I think there are a number of definitions, you know, and I think there are a number of, uh, you know, some very clever people who've come up with definitions. But to me, culture is the, the values and the behaviors within any organization. It's, it's what the organization stands for. It's the behavior that you will see coming out of the people that are part of that organization. And it's, it creates a collective. It creates a family. It creates something that distinguishes an organization from another. And, and that's what it is for me. No, it's, it sounds to me like you guys have got a good grip on this thing, but what do you do when someone um, loses their minds in the call center or they go crazy or they're terrifically unhappy? I mean, there's, there's bound to be someone who you either have to fire or they resign or something goes wrong. How do you manage that and massage that properly without causing huge amounts of misery and, and distrust, mistrust? I think the, you know, I think in, in any organization you'll have those situations. Um, I don't think call centers is any different. And I think it's, it's handling it with the greatest amount of care that you possibly can. Um, we're a very much a people business. It's what we do. And, and we need to take care of those people. So things do go wrong and they can be driven, um, as a result of things that are going wrong in their, their personal space. And we try and handle it with the utmost care. And sometimes, we, we come to a decision where someone might not be able to continue employment with us, but sometimes we're able to pull that back. And as long as we've got an understanding in terms of some of the behavior that, that might not have been appropriate, et cetera, but we have to also make sure that from our customers' point of view, we're taking care of their customers as well. Um, is it easier to find uh, talented people in Cape Town or in Johannesburg? Oh, awful. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> uh, be honest. Come on. Um, I, it's, it's, 
I wouldn't say it's easier in one or the other. I'd, I'd say it's it's slightly different in terms of some of the, the talent that we're drawing from. Um, we work with some fantastic organizations. One of them um, is called Harambi, and they're doing great work with the bridging program to allow us talent into our call center from previously disadvantaged areas. And I think in, if in our case, when we're in Johannesburg, we have a lot of our domestic operations in Johannesburg, and some of the internationals are in Cape Town. So that creates a little bit of a difference for us in terms of um, the talent we actually require. Very good. We'll keep up the good work, and uh, it's a pleasure to speak to you this morning. Thank you very much, Gareth. Excellent. That is uh, Jennifer. It is Elgi, right? That is it, yes. Okay. Do you get people commenting on your surname and saying, my pool is green, Jennifer, what do I do? You have no oh, idea. God, it must be so irritating. Pool. Yeah, you must be really annoyed by that. I'm sorry. I, I just thought I'd bring it up before someone else does. That's all right. Thanks, Gareth. <laughs> all right. Jennifer Elgi, who is the people director. That's a nice title, by the way. Thank you very much. I like People Director at Merchants, and uh, she's all about talent strategy. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning, Jennifer. She will, uh, she will also be available as a podcast, as will all of these top employer segments where we bring you all the important information. Continue talking to the top employers after this on Twitter with hashtag Top Employers 2015. Top Employers 2016, of course, will be announced on the 1st of October at Gallagher Estate. And all the big companies vie for their spot as a top employer because you want to attract the best people, right?